0: Everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the Nothing But Locks podcast. I'm your host Ali Melnicki, accompanied by my favorite coworker Robert Kowalski. How are you doing today, Robert?
1: Ali, I'm doing excellent. Thanks so much for uh, having a, a really special episode. It's 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 the boomerang that keeps on coming back. This NFL,
0: it is, and I know we could talk all we would want about the NBA. <laughs> There's some interesting series going on now. Who would have thought that the Bucks would be down three-one? Looks like the the Hawks proved us wrong. They won two straight against the Celtics. You also got the the Grizzlies and the Lakers are having a very fun series, as are the Kings and Warriors tied at two. But we will take a break because I'm sure there's still going to be plenty to talk about next week for the NBA. And we do have a very special NFL draft coming up. And Robert, I don't know if in recent years, I think you would probably have to go back to the draft where... You had all those quarterbacks that went in the top 10 with Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen. You had Lamar Jackson later on in the draft, I believe that was that year. But I can't remember a time where there was so much chaos happening of who was going. Well, I should mention which quarterbacks are going in the first round. Can you remember a time other than that other year?
1: No, no, def- definitely not. And you just nailed it. I am salvating this. And someone that you know, I've been saying it time and time again in this podcast, I am addicted to chaos and I'm getting yes. all of it right now.
0: <laughs> we'll get into Aaron Rodgers later. That that will come. But Let's, <laughs> let's center on the draft first. And obviously, yes. we'll start with some betting trends. Right now, Robert, betting wise, who is the consensus favorite to go number one? We all know it's Bryce Young. I, I will say that. But what are Young's odds, and what are some other odds that might be a sleeper value to pick, just in case the Panthers have something tricky up their sleeve?
1: Right. So there's there's just so much ridiculousness happening right now. And Correct.
0: Reddit. <laughs>
1: thank you, thank you, and and it's actually having real time market value changes right now. Bryce Young, this time yesterday, we had him minus two thousand to be the number one overall pick. And then everyone else 40, 50, and beyond. Yeah. Real Levis right now is four to one to be the first overall pick. Insane. He was 40, 4 0.
0: (laughs) All it takes is someone living in their parents' basement to go on (laughs) Reddit and say something. Like, is this the age we've come in, Robert, that odds are shifted? between just some dark shadows on in the metaverse is is that what we've come down to in the betting world
1: Exactly you're right and then then of course that's going to have sweeping changes to the second overall pick in the draft and that is now saying okay well so if we if if obviously Wills going to be the first overall pick well then Bryce Young has to be the second overall pick. He was 50 to 1. He's down to 7 to 1 to be the second overall pick right now because th- this is exactly what they're saying. Well, if if A is true then B has to be true on the other side of the pie. Incredible incredible motion in the markets right now.
0: It's insane. I I know I keep saying that but I can't stress it enough. I keep <laughs> seeing like a Reddit user is moving now CJ Stroud <laughs> dropping back. Uh, I heard something about Hendon Hooker moving up like it's just there's too much going on but let's get right into the quarterbacks we'll talk about more betting trends coming up but we are on the subject of quarterbacks Robert obviously top five quarterbacks that are probably going to go in the first round you have Bryce Young CJ Stroud Will Levis Anthony Richardson Hendon Hooker I don't think that uh, well let me rewind everyone was talking about there could be potentially four quarterbacks Taken in the top 10 picks. Maybe Hendon Hooker in the top 15. I actually don't think that these quarterbacks are gonna get as high of a draft choice as the mark is trying to indicate right now. I think that there's something wrong with this draft class that has a lot of teams spooked. I think that you're gonna be more heavy with offensive line guys and defensive players in the top 10. I would not be surprised if at least out of these five, only two went in the top ten. Am I crazy about that?
1: Yeah, that's this is wild. And look at this point, I'm just gonna sit back in my chair, put my, clasp my fingers behind my head, and just rock and watch this whole thing over the next 27, 28 hours. Because you're right. I mean, look, the the, the prop that I have up that I wanted to see how everyone would deal with was total quarterbacks drafted in the first round. Forget about 15. Right. That's already great. So I'm already getting bets on over four and a half for the first round. Hendon Hooker.
0: I would take it over.
1: So look at that. You're already saying over five quarterbacks in the first round is madness. But this is the market and this is the league that we're in. If you don't have a quarterback, you have to draft one in round one. This is basically what it's come down to right now in the NFL. You don't have a quarterback go out and draft one. If it didn't work out. Go draft another one. <laughs> it's just repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat.
0: Yeah. I think that this is something where people are going to be shocked when like the Houston Texans pass on a quarterback. When we know Arizona is not drafting a quarterback, we might even see the Raiders pass on a quarterback. <laughs> might see Seattle pass on a quarterback. And then I think come to pick, Are the Titans 11 or 12? They're one of those two. I think 11. Uh, Yeah, when it comes to pick 11, I think there's going to be a rush of trades for teams that were drafting in the 20s or maybe teams that did draft in the top 10 that surrender their first picks for next year to get one of these quarterbacks. I think from picks 11 to 20, we're just going to see chaos with the quarterback market. I think that Bryce Young is still going to go number one. I don't think Carolina is going to go any other way. And I do think that maybe one other quarterback will go in the top 10. I don't know if it's Levis. I don't know if it's Shroud. But I think you're going to see a flurry in round, round, I mean, picks 11 to 20 of just teams trading up to get Richardson, Hooker, Levis. What do you think? How do you see this playing out?
1: This is correct. Exactly right. So I wanted to just take a look since we're talking about the quarterbacks right now, Ali, and I want to go ahead and put the, uh, the GM hat on your head. Uh, for for a quick for a very quick minute, but you're you're absolutely right. I think that for for sure, I don't. I, I want to pull back and say I'm not too convinced at this moment that Hendon Hooker gets drafted. But uh, <laughs> and we'll probably circle back to this in just a little bit towards the end of our podcast episode today about trades in this league and what might end up happening. The Cardinals are the wildest of wild cards in all of this and their overall pick and what they might do when they're up on the clock is uh with pick number three. Uh Ali, I wanna think that well, all right. Let, let me let me go back to this. So I have my quarterback, and if I actually would have to say you need to go and start your your draft, your, your whole franchise over, you need a quarterback and here's your collection of quarterbacks that you're going to do from the draft. I have my pick. I want to hear yours first. If you Bryce Young pick? included. Who would yeah. it be?
0: Whew. To be honest, I'd be like how the Texans' mindset's going now. I don't like any of these quarterbacks, Robert, As a long term. <laughs> I think some are going to be decent starters. I think, actually, I don't know why Stroud's getting all the negative publicity, maybe because his one score was pretty low on, I forget what it was. But I actually think Stroud is going to be a decent quarterback. I'm not a Levis fan. I think he's the next Mac Jones. I think <laughs> Anthony Richardson's the next Jamarcus Russell. Hey, hey. you did- take that back. <laughs> I'm telling you, and I said that was bust from day one. I don't know too much about Hendon Hooker. I think that he's going to be a solid backup somewhere. Bryce Young, I don't like small quarterbacks. I, I just never liked the Kyler Murrays, the Russell Wilsons of the world. I just, I'm not a small quarterback guy. I would be the Texans. I would try to build up my defense. I would try to shore my offensive line and wait for the next year's draft class to come back. Or see if Lamar Jackson's available. See if maybe you can you can get some more picks. I would just I would either trade the pick or draft a defensive guy on the Texans. I just don't see any of these five guys being a Joe Burrow or a Josh Allen or even a Tua. I mean I know Tua's been hurt, but when he's healthy he he can play the game. I just or, or Jalen Hurts even. I don't see any of these quarterbacks being that. What's your pick, Allie, This 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 is
1: excellent. This is so good. I did not expect that. I didn't expect you to say um, none of the above. You you you're choosing option six. You don't want anyone. You don't want Hooker Richardson. You don't want any well, of them.
0: Don't forget. Then you have to invest a few years in these guys. Nice, I know your mentality true. is keep keep drafting until you get it. But if you're drafting, you know Will Levis, for example, <laughs> you're stuck with him for a few years. Because yes. You can't give up on him after a year. You can't give up on him after two years. Nowadays, you can't even give up on him on three years. What if the Giants gave up on Daniel Jones after year three? He wouldn't have had the year that he just just had and earned himself another contract. I, I, I think that you do need to be married to these guys because let's not forget, not everyone's going to come in the league like Joe Burrow did and and get to the Super Bowl his second year. It takes time for these guys to develop. So I think you're you're pretty much handcuffed to these guys the next three years, three, four years, and I don't know if I want to be in that position, but what is your take?
1: Okay, now look. This quarterback, yes, he has inconsistent game tape.
0: Oh, I know what this is.
1: <laughs> okay? Now, he might have limited experience, but, Ali, there is no one with a higher ceiling and potential than Anthony Richardson.
0: I heard the same thing about Trey Lance. <laughs> ah, I heard the ah, same thing about Jamarca uh, Russell, <laughs> Jr. So I'm not uh, Anthony Richardson high. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. It's not just because of his numbers at Florida and, and everything, it's because I don't like guys that have just started one year in college. And this applies to so many, so many other players over the years that came out of school, having only one year starting under their belt. Sam Darnold is one of them. There's a few other guys in recent years that have been like that and just have been bust in this league, Robert. I just don't think that he has the experience yet. If you're drafting Anthony Richardson, you're basically having to develop him for the next three, four years. So maybe the Raiders think it's worth it. You're going to have Jimmy Garoppolo for three years, see what he does. But again, Robert, this is a make or break. Do you want to win now or do you want to win three, four years down the line? You know, so, so if you're a GM, say your GM of let's just pick a team in the top 10, the Indianapolis Colts.
1: Good. Okay.
0: and Anthony Richardson, if say Stroud and Bryce young are off the board, or do you go with the safer pick? Will Levis.
1: Oh no, 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 definitely. Give me, I, I, I want to go and, and, absolutely just swing the bat as hard as I humanly can. The Colts haven't been the same ever since uh, uh, luck has been gone. And and this franchise needs someone that's absolutely just pure electricity. To me, it's Anthony Richardson. I'm doing it. That's it. I'm dying on the hill. Give him to me. I think this guy's going to be the best player in this year's draft. Period. I don't care what position.
0: Well, let's mark (laughs) this episode. And then then in two or three years down the line, let's see where we're at. (laughs) But I will say, Robert, with Anthony Richardson, I don't think you can rush him. So I don't know if Indianapolis is the greatest fit for him because right now on their depth chart, they have Gardner Minshew and and that's it. And Gardner Minshew is probably just a bridge quarterback for this season, not even next season. I don't know if he's going to be ready. Anthony Richardson next year. I think you need a team, whether it's the Seattle Seahawks who have just committed to Geno Smith for three years, or the Raiders, like I said before, that have Jimmy Garoppolo committed for three years. I think it needs to be a team like that, where you're going to allow this kid time to develop and grow. Cause we just saw what the 49ers did when they threw Trey Lance to the wolves last year. And he had a terrible game and then he got injured the next game, but they're already wondering if this guy's a bust. So you need to be committed. <laughs> you really need to be committed to developing this guy. Is is yes. that fair to say?
1: Uh, that is fair to say. Yes, I, I will definitely accept
0: that. So out of the five, who's your biggest bust? Because I I I, as my, I don't actually think that Anthony Richardson is going to be the biggest bust because <laughs> I think that most people are still 50-50 on him. But out of these five, who do you think is going to be the bust?
1: I, I just I, I I don't trust Will Levis at all I don't I, I I mean look I get it I understand that his class meaning you know pl- playing you know for Kentucky and and the the teams that he's had to play against against you know top cornerbacks that are going to get drafted in the NFL time and time again yeah he he's got you know physical tools to develop, but I still think. He needs to learn so much more. And I I don't know. (sighs) I see Carson Wentz in him. I mean, I guess, is that a good? I don't know. I mean, mean, Carson
0: Wentz was almost an MVP. I kind of see (laughs) Will Levis, like, a less cocky Josh Rosen. (laughs) Which is hilarious because I was so down with Josh Rosen. And I remember when he was getting whispered to maybe (laughs) join the Giants that year. I was like, please not Josh Rosen. Please not Josh Rosen. And then when he slid all the way down to the Cardinals and had that bitter press conference, <laughs> when he was saying, yeah, everyone's going to be regretting not picking me. Josh Rosen, no one regrets not picking oh,
1: me. No one regrets. So, all right, how about this one? Will Levis, you're Jay Cutler without the cigarettes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the thing with Jay Cutler is I think he had the talent. I just don't think <laughs> he ever wanted to play. Like I think he <laughs> could have been a very good quarterback, but I think it was just like whatever. Like he he's he's kind of like the frat boy that show that had to show up to class the next day and really just wanted to go and down a 12 pack of beer at the end of the day. <laughs> that was Jake Cutler to me, which props to you, but um okay, Robert, let's let's prediction right here. Which teams draft these five guys? So let's let's look at the draft board right now. Where are you projecting Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, and Hendon Hooker to go?
1: All right. So we got give the draft order here. So Bryce Young goes one to Carolina. Yeah that has that has to happen. Right. Uh Houston. I think Houston goes with Tyree Wilson. I really do. Um, I, I I don't think that they go and and bust things up. Now here's where the chaos lies with the Cardinals, right? Yeah. Kyler Murray's not going to be ready until maybe not even this coming season. So right. are, are you just going to go with with I don't know who's the backup? Is it Driscoll? Oh, I mean,
0: boy again. <laughs> oh no, do
1: they dare. I mean, and first off, he Kyler Murray said, "Go out and get me yeah. an offensive tackle." Uh, who did he mention? I got to take a look at this kid, the board. Um, he mentioned Paris Paris, man, Paris Johnson from Ohio yeah. State. But I I don't know. I mean, I think I have Skoronsky
0: ranked a lot higher. I was I mean, going to say, I lot. think Skaronsky's been ranked higher on most boards. And so you
1: got to listen to Kyler Murray to take the number two offensive tackle with pick number three. If they do this, my God, they're dumber than
0: they know. I wouldn't listen to Kyler Murray ever again. (laughs) Like After what he just, listen, I know he got hurt, but listen, he had a terrible season before he got hurt last year. Like the guy is just, when you have players, former players coming out of the woodwork and saying how Kyler just doesn't pay attention. He's too busy playing (laughs) video games. Like that's bad. So I would not listen to Kyler Murray. Actually I say, Kyler, what do you think? And then go and do the opposite.
1: (laughs) Go the opposite. I love it. I don't know if, uh, Man, so if we go number three, it's got. I mean, everything's pointing towards Will Anderson, but do they take? And I mean, this is kind of like a best available
0: kind of at at outside
1: linebacker. The guy is incredible. You're, You're basically getting all the pieces, and and you know, even I think it's like even a stronger Von Miller, to be honest. So you, you, I mean, I'd be pretty darn happy if I got that in the draft, but they just need so many pieces. Okay, anyways, so other picks, where do these quarterbacks go, right? So we're we're looking for the other piece. So we got Bryce Young slotted, CJ Stroud, maybe, heck, Colts. I think that's where it, finally we go. Mm-hmm. And then, God, is Will? This is where Will. I think Will Levis slips. I do because yeah, I agree. I, I I think here. So take a look. This it could be. This could be exciting. I think the Lions end up getting Anthony Richardson. Really? Yes, wow. that's what I. I, I heard I like they were that. trying
0: to trade their pick.
1: That would be a fantastic pick right there for them. So then the Raiders go. I probably say. Well, you know what? They probably don't even have to draft down if Tennessee really wants to do it. I mean, look, Tannehill's—he's—he's on the last last year. He's got to be if he even makes it through. I don't think that Will Levis escapes pick number eleven.
0: So I think I think he goes to Tennessee. Their their guy? Are they gonna go for Hooker and just overdraft him? Or maybe no. they trade back and let someone else take Richardson or Levis, and 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 you know get Hooker in like the twenties.
1: Hendon Hooker can't drop past. I think Hend- if Hendon Hooker's there at nineteen for Tampa, I think I think Tampa takes him.
0: I, that would be a good pick for Tampa because you know you're. I don't think Baker Mayfield's going to last the whole year as a starter. So at least with Hooker, you see if he has any anything like toward midseason. And you know you're not a Super Bowl team. I'll agree with you. I think that Bryce Young is definitely a Panther. I, I don't think there's anything about that. I think the Houston Texans, as much as they want to trade that pick, I think they're going to stay put, and they're going to either draft Carter or Anderson. I think it's going to be one of those guys. And I think that's a smart move for Houston. I think that let them wait, let them get another year, let them shore up the defense. They just, they just signed D'Amico Ryan from the 49ers, so he's a defensive guy. Get your defense the best it can and then go out and get a quarterback. Robert, what what about this, though? What if if you're the Texans, do you make a last-minute plea to the Baltimore Ravens, give them the number two pick this year, give them your number one pick next year, and get Lamar Jackson?
1: Yes, I will do it. I would do it. So first yeah. off, that's, that's brilliant bookmaking right there and i i i don't know if baltimore bites though my god i don't think they
0: will but i think that would be like the perfect trade for both teams
1: you know and then baltimore says all right so what do we do here with this pick that they take wilson or or will anderson Uh, and then baltimore's got to be sick i mean the fans have to be like the hell is happening with this franchise this is so good i can't believe we're literally like 24 hours out from the draft and i'm already all giddy uh that makes sense i don't know i mean houston just needs so many pieces do they have the patience are they like really we're not gonna have a quarterback here we're not taking we're we're really gonna do the davis mills experiment one more time we gotta go do this again (sighs) they're going to have a top three pick again if they don't draft a quarterback.
0: Well, that's really kind of that. their point, right? <laughs> 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 next year, get, get the best defensive guy you can this year. And then next year, go get your quarterback. If you think next year's class is going to be better. I, oh. I think, I think that in the, in the top 10, I think the Panthers get young. I think the Colts at number four, They said, I I don't believe they believe the Will Levis hype or the Richardson hype. I think that they're going to be safe, especially since they struck out with their last two quarterbacks and go with Stroud because he was kind of the number one for a while. Right. And and then Young came back. I don't think the Seattle, Detroit, or the Raiders are going to draft a quarterback. I I just don't. I, I, I think McDaniel's fine with Garoppolo. I don't think he's going to waste a top 10 pick on a quarterback this year and not have him start for the next three years. Falcons, they believe what they got in Ritter. Bears obviously I believe what they got in in Justin Fields though I don't think it would be a bad option to draft a quarterback from the Bears Eagles obviously they were hurts Titans at number 11 I think that's where the, the you're going to see if the Texans don't trade the pick that's the first trade I'm going to see I think someone's going to trade up nice. with the Titans and I'm looking at maybe the Washington commanders that are going to trade up and get get whether I think the commanders get Anthony Richardson. I think that he's a, ki- a kind of guy like a Cam Newton that Ron Rivera knows how to coach. I think that the, if Anthony Richardson makes it through 10 picks, I think commanders trade up and get Richardson. What do you think about that?
1: That's, that is an excellent move, right? Because at 16, you're just kind of wallowing there and really not really not going to be helping yourself with anything out there. I mean, sure. You know, do you go ahead and, and, and crack the bottles on the wide receiver, you know, and and end up picking up um, it's a kid from Ohio State, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. He's easily the number one wide receiver by far. But do they need a wide receiver if they don't have a quarterback to throw yeah. to him? That's the problem with you know, kind of finishing there in the middle. You didn't make the playoffs, and you don't really have a good pick. So yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You know, this is if if you're gonna do it, go ahead and draft up here. Switch picks with Tennessee and uh you know, see what's left right there. Anthony Richardson, hey, look, I, I love him. I, I think he should be you know, he's my number one quarterback, so we, we know my opinion on him. And if they end up with him, you guys made a great trade.
0: I think that's what happens. So then you have Levis left and you have Hendon Hooker. I think now Houston has another pick at number twelve. I think they, they pick up Levis right there. Because Imagine, if Levis drops a oh pick God. number twelve that's a win-win for them. They got their defensive guy. They go with the safer quarterback option, if you want to say, at number 12. And then it's not... Levis, if he's picked number two and is a bust for you, that's a historic bust. But if you pick him at number 12, let him compete for the job with Davis Mills, that's not so much a bust. He's not going to be remembered as your number one pick overall. I know people are thinking when we drafted Daniel Jones, number six, and we could have waited till later. (laughs) But this yes. is a kind of an inverse. So I think then the Texans at number 12 would take Levis and then leaving Hooker will go to number 16 at the, the Titans would draft him at number 16. That's, that's my prediction for those five quarterbacks and they're all taken in the first round.
1: This is fabulous actually. So Houston does have a window at some really amazing fireworks. They could grab a big, big a plus here if they can get Levis to drop to them at the 12th. Uh, that would be really fantastic for him. So then, Ali, what do you think is best for them for Houston here at number two? Do you, do you would you prefer having um, God, Tyree Wilson, right? Who's you know for for all intents and purposes, I mean, there, there's one concern that I saw was about his foot not healing because he right. broke his foot, I guess, but he's just such a powerful pass rusher on the on the edge, six six two seventy, or do you want to get like i said who i think is going to be like the, the next von miller in and will anderson i suppose uh you know apples oranges all it's it's all kind of the same i guess it depends on what kind of a scheme you want to run how would you break that down for the number 2 pick
0: i'd probably go with anderson i think having a good defensive line listen alabama's known for having very good defensive players yep i i would definitely go with with anderson i think he you get some edge rush help right there I think he's definitely safer than Wilson because, like you said, of the injury. So I I would go 100% with Will Anderson at number two. How about you?
1: I I agree with you as well. Uh, And I completely agree. Uh, You know, coming from Alabama, I I definitely think that he'll have an incredible career no matter where he goes. And I think he'd be a perfect fit with Houston.
0: Yeah. What about the next guys? Because now let's talk a little bit about defensive guys. What do you think about after Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, Tyree Wilson? And cornerback Devin Witherspoon. Those seem to be the consensus top defensive guys for the top ten. After Anderson, where are you ranking the next guys?
1: So, yeah, Wilson definitely is, is my number one. Um, Lucas Van Ness, probably out of Iowa from defense, you know, on the defensive end side, will probably be next. But he's like a whole nother tier after that. So, I mean, the the one guy that I think I'm probably most excited about to have a fantastic career, right, first game, instant impact, I think is going to be Jalen Carter out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to go number five to Seattle. I agree. It's, it's what fits, and I think he's going to be an, an incredible addition to that defense. I think they're going to do really, really good things with him there right from the very, very first opening snap uh, rarely does he get, you know, if you got him, if you're going to think you're going to take him one-on-one, rarely is is he going to get beat. And, and I just think that he's got some really incredible speed and he's going to have a really fantastic career. Of course, all things being equal, as long as he's healthy. So uh, Jalen Carter, definitely have him ranked very, very high. Uh, probably have to go to... Yeah, we talked about Will Anderson for a bit. Um Nolan Smith, another one, uh Carter's teammate, uh outside linebacker. He's probably gonna get drafted somewhere in the teens, then, Allie. And then from the outside, and actually, here's you know, the the cornerbacks is where our New York Giants are probably gonna have to start addressing yeah. some needs. I'm hoping that we could touch on that before we wrap up our episode. Absolutely. What you think the Giants are gonna do. So I've got Witherspoon and uh Witherspoon, of course, from Illinois. Uh him and Christian Gonzalez, I haven't been able to split them yet. I honestly think, who if you need a quarterback, a cornerback, cornerback. <laughs> if you need a cornerback, either one of them are are going to be excellent selections. Uh, both of them super physical, super tenacious. Um, you know, one probably you know a, a better fit and and far more versatile uh you know to put an over the slot just with his speed Christian Gonzalez but both of them are gonna be fantastic cornerbacks after that because I don't believe that um they're gonna be around when the Giants pick in the late twenties um probably Emmanuel Forbes yeah. out of Mississippi State uh and then the last one and then this one I think would be if he's not around then then something went wrong with this draft uh Joey Porter Jr. Uh, yes. out of Penn state. So those are the cornerbacks. And then honestly, if, if I'm looking one, let la- the safeties would probably be behind all the cornerbacks. So that, that's kind of what I look at from a defensive perspective, Ali, um, which one of those you know jump out to you, or maybe it's uh, none of the above.
0: I think Witherspoon out of the cornerback. I actually think he's going to go to the lions. I think that the lions have done a very nice. good job upgrading their defense. They did a good job with the safety position, signing CJ Gardner Johnson from the Eagles. They have Cam Sutton as their one starting cornerback. They need another. I could see them taking at the, that number six pick. I could see them taking Witherspoon or one of the other guys. For the Giants, listen, I I love a wide receiver. We're not going to get Smith Nugma, who I think is beyond the best receiver in this draft. So good. My next two picks after that, I, I have no problem with drafting either Jordan Addison out of USC or Zay Flowers out of Boston College. I just don't think either are going to be available, Robert. I'm just looking at the draft right now. I think I can see the Jets at number 15 getting Aaron Rodgers another wide receiver to have. I-, I-, I know that they might go offensive line, but I also think that they might go to wide receiver. I think the Detroit Lions, they have another pick at number 18. They might go wide receiver as well. They just lost Jamison Will- Jameson Williams for the first, what, six games for his suspension for sports betting. Yes, And really, after that, you don't have too much guys. They traded TJ Hawkinson last year. You need someone to go alongside Amon Ross St. Brown because you already have a stellar offense. Let's not not ruin it. So I definitely think that the Lions are going to get a wide receiver with one of their picks. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Jaguars do, too, at number 24. I think that they're going to want to upgrade. So, (laughs) yeah. You know I, I, I oh, wow. Boy, I think oh, we're gonna boy. be cornerback. I, I I really think we're gonna go cornerback, and I'm totally fine with that. I'm fine with cornerback, I'm I'm fine with safety. I think that we did a great job in the offseason signing Bobby O'Kerke from the, the Colts for our, our linebacking core, but I, I think that's still our, our secondary's week. I, I think it's been too injury prone over the years. So I'm not I'm not I would not be upset if we get one of those cornerbacks.
1: I know we're not. We. (laughs) How many times have I done this?
0: It's fine. You can admit it. The listeners know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. If look, there's no way the Giants are going to end up with Devin Witherspoon or Christian Gonzalez. But if somehow they do, I'd be incredibly thrilled. Oh, yeah. If somehow we end up getting like Forbes or Joey Porter Jr., I think that we have settled at cornerback. Now, I, I I think that the Giants need cornerback or wide receiver addressed in the first round. Yes. Whichever. Okay, good. So we're we're there. I know we're not getting Witherspoon. I highly doubt we're getting Gonzalez. I think that we're settling if we end up with Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State or Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. Um, So, man, I...
0: There's Deontay not, Banks too, which I wouldn't. Yeah, that's post. true.
1: Yeah, and so I'm saying if 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 it's a heavy run on cornerbacks, then that means wide receiver has to be available somewhere. I look, we're not getting uh, Smith and Jigba. That's that's no way, no way we're getting him.
0: No.
1: Um, Jordan Addison, could we get Jordan Addison? Perhaps.
0: I mean, I would if Zay Flowers or Jordan Addison are available, I'd take either of those guys. I just don't think that they are. I think that the top three guys, <laughs> Nugma, I think that Addison and Zay Flowers. Oh,
1: no, i to be. I simple. don't want you them. To do,
0: but if I had the exactly. choice, if, if say if one of the if one of those three guys were still available between, well, let's we know Smith Nugma, however you pronounce his last name, is not going to be available. But no. if Flowers or Addison are available when we draft. Um, that that I'd take either of those guys before a cornerback. I, I really, would. I really. Would.
1: <laughs> okay, I I actually have. I have Addison ranked second personally, and I I think he'd be an incredible ad for the New York Giants. He'd be an incredible ad anywhere, right? He's just an amazing, yeah. amazing athlete. But I I would I'd love to have him play, you know, for for the for Big Blue, and then Zay Flowers as well. I mean, even. Heck, he's even closer to home. But I, I honestly don't even know if they're going to be available. And you just painted a picture that makes me so depressed. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. We're going to end up settling somewhere. No. At that point, oh, you know what? I just figured it out. If we can't get Zay Flowers or Jordan Addison or any of either – witherspoon my god am i dreaming witherspoon or gonzalez i want i want to draft out of the first round
0: i agree with that, that that's fine I'm okay totally, I'm good. Totally all that. right do you
1: want do you want to make the call or should i call the general manager
0: you can call Sean. <laughs> uh, let me know what he says okay very good <laughs> all right let's go to finally we have a few more minutes left in the episode but obviously with all the trades that do happen it's not just picks to get swapped it's, it's right. the players as well the current players robert are any of these guys going to get drafted on draft day between Trey Lance, Lamar Jackson, Ryan Tannehill, Austin Eckler, or DeAndre Hopkins?
1: Okay, um, Trey Lance, no. Lamar Jackson, no. Ryan Tannehill. What Does if
0: anyone want him?
1: <laughs> no. So that's a thing. I actually wrote. I actually just made a note. I said, "What if he just gets cut?" I mean, he could yeah. just get cut, you know, I, I, because it, it, that I'm so convinced that Tennessee is is going to make another move at a quarterback in the first round that that, that's I, I can't really see any other vision other than that, where they end up drafting a pick here. Uh, rather, not drafting, keeping the pick and drafting a quarterback here. I, I just really think Tannehill's just really going to have to wrap it up here. If he plays... One more season, then that's going to be it. But I honestly think he's going to be on the roster as a backup to whoever the quarterback's going to be that's drafted in the first round. So that's that. Eckler. Yes. Yeah, I think Eckler gets traded. And we haven't talked about basically the next Saquon Barkley, Allie. And with, without a doubt, yes. Bijan Robinson out of Texas. This guy is incredible. I mean, all things considered, he's probably one of the greatest talents to come into this year's draft. But who, in this day and age, drafts a running back? Right, and so here, here we are. The question, I guess, we could go ahead and make this prop right now: total number of quarterbacks drafted in the first round, one and a half. Uh, which way are you going,
0: Robert? Do you Run- take? If you're the Giants, you take Rob. Do you take Robinson <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and let Saquon go? Oh my
1: God, please. Why'd you do that to me? It could happen. It could happen.
0: It could. You know what? I, I don't know if they get a long-term extension done. And frankly, I don't know if I want to do a long-term extension with Saquon because I don't know his durability. And we've seen these long-term contracts with these running backs. Just t- think of Todd Gurley. Just, yes. just collapse. <laughs> You know, you, you look at what was, you know, LaShawn McCoy a few years ago. You look at Murray a few years ago. It's just, I would not give, I would not give Saquon a long-term contract. I wouldn't. Okay.
1: All right. So this is great. I, I, we, we have to do it. Now we have to do it. If the Giants take Bijan John Robinson in the first round, are you happy?
0: I'm not disappointed. Let's, 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 I'm not disappointed. It's another playmaker you have the ability you give daniel jones another another threat and i think it opens up for to trade saquon barkley i i, I do i think then you can expand him and i think a team for it with that franchise tag 10 million a year right. i think that a team will bite and, <laughs> and will trade for him i i do this is
1: this is great this is great all right and then the last one you mentioned uh dehop yeah. uh again cardinals i i if this episode is, is is called Chaos AD, then it's all about the Arizona Cardinals. We definitely I,
0: every... called this last year, by the way. We said <laughs> it was going to be a dumpster fire in Arizona. Yes. And both it of it our pro- prognostations did come true. So,
1: <laughs> Look, everything is on the table right now for the Cardinals. Everything from, you know, drafting a quarterback, um, taking the wrong offensive tackle with a pick number three. Uh, cutting Hopkins, I, I, I don't think that there's, there's anyone that would want to trade for DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he's an incredible talent, but man, he's just going to waste this season if he's on the Cardinals this year, isn't he?
0: Mm-hmm. I somehow think that D Hop does get traded, and I think that there's something brewing in Buffalo that's going to make that happen.
1: Huge. Huge. I like it. I like it. I definitely think that that makes sense. I also think, so now, okay, if I have to have a place for him to land, could it be something insane where the Raiders you know, brew up something and maybe not give up pick number seven? That would be, if they give up pick number seven for DeAndre Hopkins, I may not make it out of bed the next day. But I think that they could definitely put together a package, maybe some, some collection of Third or maybe, you know, third and and then a future two, I, I you know depending on what he does in the following year. But I could see Hopkins maybe getting traded. Now that you put, you know put it that way. maybe maybe even to the Saints, Bills is a great landing spot.
0: Well, we know the Packers just got a ton of draft picks. Do they go after Hopkins? Yes.
1: They could
0: am Aaron Rodgers and I see the Green Bay Packers acquire DeAndre Hopkins after they traded me to the Jets, I think I just dropped my <laughs> <a> beer. <laughs> uh,
1: too much. All <laughs> of this, just massive, massive, just, I am just, just abound with just massive, complete and total reckless speculation right now. But <laughs> what else could we do? We're a team before the draft.
0: Hey, if you think you're, I, and I do think that the Detroit Lions are going to win their division this year. If yes. you're the Detroit Lions, Robert, y- you have two picks in the in the top 20. Do you trade one of those for D Hop? And then you have Amon Ra and DeAndre Hopkins as your Absolutely. top two. I would out. do that in a heartbeat.
1: Yeah. And I, you have I would. James too.
0: And Williams come back after after six games. I mean, talk you're about stacked. offensive weapons stacked. Just tell dan campbell to call his gm and get that done oh boy all right well before we do wrap up we have to address the elephant in the room and that's aaron Rodgers is finally a jet which i actually never thought was going to end up happening and it was close they waited till monday for it to happen robert just as of now before the draft where do, where do you see the jets finishing in their division thank you Aaron Rodgers.
1: Thank you. Right. So, I, and let's for, forget about the, the AFC for a second. Let's just talk about their division. Right. So, the Patriots aren't going to win the division. Right. That's number one. Miami is not going to win the division. So, now it comes to Buffalo and New York. I thought that last year the Jets put it, significantly several steps forward and we week after week said wow look at this New York and New York it's week four week five week seven it's still New York and New York and then just the wheels came off of the Jets because well just they're the Jets that's what happened the, the (laughs) the Jets it was just and it was just horrific quarterback play and then it all it all unraveled but now it's it's Aaron Rodgers and they have zero excuses. Yeah. They get the wild card for sure. They get the wild card. They make it in as a wild card at a minimum. I think that they have a coin flips chance at winning the division even. Um, now, of course, this is assuming that every, you know always a go on the assumption of of good health everywhere. Right. Um, and, and we have a healthy Josh Allen. We have a healthy Aaron Rodgers for the entire regular season. I think that you know I'm, I'm actually even tightening it up even more. I honestly think that it it might come down to the games that they play against each other, not only in the division uh, but against each other, um, to you know come down to a tiebreaker at the very very end of the last you know you know in December as to who wins this division. So I I do think that the Jets have a a fair shot at winning this division Alec
0: so when I look at the Jets last year they were seven and ten I looked at their wins not many of their wins were impressive they beat the Browns in week two in that ridiculous comeback at the end (laughs) don't forget the Browns still had Jacoby Brissett; they didn't have Deshaun Watson at quarterback then they beat the Steelers in week four let's not forget that game and that is when still Mitch Trubisky was quarterbacking for the Steelers. That's right. Then they clobbered the Dolphins, which t- not only was Tua out that game, Brissett was out that game. So they were going with their third string rookie, who I can't even remember the name off the top of my head, <laughs> No. to start that game. And then you go and you, bit, you actually beat Aaron Rodgers in the Packers, which is pretty funny. That
1: was, that was insane.
0: And then you beat one of the worst disappointing teams last year, the Denver Broncos, who you basically just have to score a touchdown against to win.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Their best and only win last year, Robert, I would say was against the bills where they beat them that weird 20 to 17 game where a bunch of things just went crazy in that game. They started late. There was like a delay because I think the power went out. There was just a ton of things going on in that game. And then your final win of the season before you lost, I think six or seven street was against the bears and Justin Fields didn't even play in that game. No, it was a backup. So I don't agree with the notion that the jets were only a quarterback away from being a legit card game, a card team. I see a lot of these wins as lucky and fluky. It's kind of like what I said with the Minnesota Vikings last year, they just seem to have gotten lucky at the right place. Jets were 7-10 and 10 last year. Let's just put the record. Robert, I think they're a game better maybe this year. I think they're 8-9. and nine. I think they finished third in that division. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is that much better on the Jets. You still have Alan Lazard. You have Garrett Wilson, who, yes, maybe he's a little bit better than your two rookies, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, you had last year. But who knows? Christian Watson came on very well at the end. Otherwise, I don't see it in the tight end play. I don't see it in the running game. You still got you still got Brees Hall coming back from injury. We don't know if he's going to be ready to start the season. I see this team as eight and nine misses the playoffs. Am I crazy or
1: what? Yet another reason to put the largest bookmark you could find into this episode. When we
0: when we go into the <laughs> when we do the the division previews and we do the over under, just know that yes, I am going to be hard on the under for the Jets' win totals this year. And people are going to be pounding it just like they did with Russell Wilson last year. Let's not forget, right. Robert, everyone was – and I fell into that trap. I was against the Denver Broncos at first. Then I fell into the trap saying that they were a legit Super Bowl contender, and they were atrocious. <laughs> so let's not forget who quarterbacked that atrocious Denver Broncos team, Nathaniel Hackett. Who's the offensive coordinator right now with the New York Jets? Nathaniel.
1: (laughs) Yes, it is.
0: Is another dumpster fire coming, and I cannot wait to watch it because I'm a New York Giants fan. And besides the Cowboys losing and the Eagles losing, we love watching that little brother just (laughs) get lost in their own mistakes. Boom. i'm gonna replay this episode after the season's end last year whether i'm right or wrong because i want the audience to hear it so i'm gonna stand by my word what's your prediction you final your final prediction of the record
1: i I can't even do this i how how can i the mic just dropped
0: this is (laughs) this is
1: the episode of the year i'm not even kidding you everybody Before everyone
0: comes out and says, oh yeah, Jets going to the Super Bowl. It's like, no, 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 no. Let's rewind the tape. Did we not just watch the same thing happen with Russell Wilson in Denver? And didn't Denver also think they were one quarterback away? They were 7-10, and Robert. Robert, they had the same exact record the year before Nathaniel Hackett came there with Russell Wilson and they were totally garbage after that. So th- th- they had a top five defense the year before Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson came there. This is the jets are this year's Denver Broncos. So even though I said eight and nine, they might even be worse than that. I'm just being generous to them.
1: I I can't even see. I literally have <laughs> the power of the sun's rays. I am literally melted into nothing. <laughs> I am dust right now. <laughs>
0: Oh, I do need to get you on record, though. What's your Okay, favorite?
1: fine. Right. Like right, the team. Okay. Give me nine wins. Nine. Nine for the Jets.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Fair. <laughs> All right. Well, we are out of time. Thank you, everyone, for joining the spicy episode of the Nothing But Locks podcast. I hope everyone enjoys the draft tomorrow. I know I will be watching the first round and watching chaos ensue. Robert, before we go, any last thoughts or words for the audience?
1: Yeah, definitely wear the sunscreen for uh, for tomorrow. It's going to be incredible.
0: All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining and take care.